Well, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm someone who has been a murderer for almost 20 years. Maybe I should have killed four or 500 people, then I would have felt better. People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in that. I showed emotion. You know what people said? See, you really can get violent and angry. Welcome to The Squawk and the Hag, a podcast about murder, mystery, the supernatural, and even a conspiracy or two. Dun, dun, dun. My name is Mo. And I'm Kraken. Welcome on in, everybody, to another episode of The Squawk and the Hag, and it is a Cracko Tail week. So that means we get to traumatize Mo some more. Because, mm. uh,. I, I still think it's hilarious your reaction to me telling you the title of the story or the cryptid that we're talking about, and you were just like, I'm sorry, the what? Well, it, it has a funny name. Oh, you mean the Popolic monster? Yes, I want to know who is like, ah, yes, lick the Pope, but it's a monster. We will discuss that. Okay. But I don't think it has to do with licking the Pope. If it does, I couldn't find information on that, but... Well, I mean... Pope Lick, Lick Pope. The, the the Lick Pope monster is his cousin. Sorry. All right. Lay it on me. I'm going to regret this. So this one is uh, from Kentucky. I have an uncle that lives in Kentucky. Maybe they know of the Pope Lick monster. I'll have to ask him. Because many things come to mind when you think of Kentucky. You know, bluegrass music, horse racing, bourbon, baseball bats, even fried chicken. But when you think of Kentucky, do you think of a part man, part goat part sheep creature living by a train trestle can't say that's the first thing that comes to mind well it's gonna be a thing now although you mention you mentioned baseball bats uh my parents did go to the louisville slugger factory and my dad has a picture standing proudly in front of the giant baseball bat well i will say i don't remember the exact how many miles this is from, but this is not far from the Louisville Slugger Museum. Scratch that off the list of places to go. Like, it's it's only like 30 minutes max. So, as I said, this is one of Kentucky's more infamous legends. Uh, the Pope Lick Monster, or as most people call him, the Goat Man. Not as humorous, but... Yeah, I mean, you could shorten it to Goat Man if you don't want people thinking of, you know, licking the Pope, but I mean... The Pope Licking Goatman Monster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should hire me to name cryptids. I'd be real good at it. I would pay for that, please. Just give you the description and maybe a, like a blurry Bigfoot style photo and just like, what do you, what do you want to call this? That's the Squiggly Poop Man. <laughs> I mean, that's how we got Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff's a good guy. He just wants his latte and, like, a nice warm bubble bath and... It's probably a good thing we don't, that like, we don't name cryptids because we would give them, like, the most innocent, harmless descriptions ever. (laughs) This is Billy. He's gonna eat your face off. This is Jeff. (laughs) His cousin is Bigfoot, but he's a vegan. He likes yoga. Gets acupuncture once a week. Good old Jeff. I'm afraid of acupuncture. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but I am. No, that's new. It's just uh, something about a whole bunch of needles shoved into your skin. So I can't, I don't do well with like needles 
in general. Like, if I have to get a shot or blood drawn or something like that, mm-hmm. I just can't see it. Like, the pain I don't care about, but I can't see it actually go through the skin. Uh, it freaks me out. And, like, even on, like, TV and movies and stuff like that, if they're going to... Like, you you know, sometimes there's like a, you know, they're gonna. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't. I mean, that's, that's kind of funny because like, that is a thing that you're not going to feel the pain. You can like trick your brain into being like, no, it doesn't hurt because you don't see it happening. Oh, I mean, it's not that. Like, it still hurts. And like, I, I, I can feel it. Fair. It's just, I, if I see it, I will have. Like, I will start hyperventilating if I see the needle go into my skin. Yeah, let's not have that happen. Yeah, so uh, I'm afraid of acupuncture. <laughs> the the scene from one of the Final Destination movies ruined acupuncture for me, so... I've only seen the first one, and I try to forget the trauma. I think this one was the third one, I think. I don't remember, but it's it's bad. I, I still... I, I have trouble driving behind trucks... That's fair. Not a fan of flying. That is very understandable. Anyway, sorry. This is fine. I went off the rails quick there. I apologize. Funny enough, you mentioned going off the rails because it's right by a train trestle. On the, uh, like I said, it's just outside of Louisville, near not not too far from the Louisville Slugger Museum. It's actually owned by the Norfolk Southern Railroad. It passes through the parklands of Floyd's Fork, and. Where the creature got its name, I'll mention it again later, but the name of the creek where this trestle goes over is Popelit Creek. Again, who was like, that's what we're going to name this, Popelit. I should have known, I should have looked up the uh, the backstory for the creek. We're just going off on a tangent and like how the creek got its name. and. Well, I mean, somebody had to think about link- licking the Pope. Somebody was out there, oh yeah. I mean... Or was there a Pope named Lick? Who knows? You know, there's Pope Benedict, Pope Lick. The one bit of information I didn't think that I would need to look up. This is fine. This is fine. I am professional researcher. This is fine. You're something. You got that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, what makes the goat man so much fun is uh, he kind of roams the woods near the trestle and is known to like go up on top of it and everything. So he's just kind of all over the place near this train trestle. And apparently he has the ability to use mimicry or hypnosis to lure victims to the top of the trestle. Maybe he just really likes trains. Maybe. But like he ha- like if if you go back to his little cave, he has like a little train set set up with like all the the tiny little miniature people and he has like a miniature goat man. He just wants to show people his train set, that's all. Yeah, and here you are doing a story about him like he's a monster. I mean, listen, I'm just going off of the things that I could find in the articles that are facts? Question mark? The, the, yeah, okay. Only report the facts? I mean, is it a fact when, like, technically there haven't been any actual sightings or photographs or, or of this goat man? This is purely a folktale out of Kentucky. Yeah, it's a little different. Like, if I was sitting here and doing the true crime stories and, like, I think this is a fact. It would be different, but you're you're doing cryptids and folklore, urban legends, so it's a little less. Okay, let me rephrase. I'm doing facts based on what people have spread around. There we go. That's the word. That's that's that whole sentence there. That's that's the whole word. That's several words. That's that's just the whole word. Facts that people have spread around. That's one word. Yep. I wonder if the goat man's consequences have actions. Well, I mean, everybody's consequences have actions. Actually, his consequences do have actions because it has been suggested in most tales about the goat man that uh, 
Once the victim is at the top of the trestle, one of two things happens. Either they're struck by a passing train, or they see the goat man, and it is so horrifying they jump from the 100-foot trestle. Again, did anybody ask if they could see his train set? Probably not. I don't I don't think they got that far. Probably if they just took a moment to look. He has like a little toy train in his hand. I want to show you. But they're like, ah! They jump off. Oh no, but some stories he does have something in his hands. We'll we'll get there. It's a little toy train. Oh, you wish it was a little toy train. Um, so one thing with this story that uh cuz this story actually has caused many deaths, uh which I will explain later on as as the story unfolds. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that the train trestle is abandoned and no longer in use, but actually that's a big uh, that's like a main artery going into Louisville for trains. So like there's heavy freight trains going through several times daily. Oh. And people who are curious of, with this story want to go try and find the goat man and they ignore the signs and think, oh, it's just an abandoned trestle. I'll just climb to the top and see what's up here. You can't really get down very quick. You would think that if someone researched this story and was like, okay, so this is where the goat man is, somewhere it would say, this is an active train track. Yeah, that's that's another problem is because uh, with most cryptids and stuff, there have been movies and stuff made about it. And uh, Norfolk Southern actually had to release a statement after the release of that movie because they were angry at, uh, I guess, how the movie portrayed it as an abandoned train trestle. They had to make a statement saying, please do not climb on this trestle. It is still very active. So I'm going to sound stupid here. What movie? The movie was a, uh, it's, it's actually, it's, I don't know, if, can you call a 16-minute film a movie? I call that a short film. That's a YouTube video. I think that would be considered a short film, yeah. But it was released in 1988. Um, it's The Legend of the Popelik Monster. Uh, they Apparently they showed it in Kentucky at the Uptown Theater, and... Um, and most of the film was shot by the actual trestle, so after that... They had to release a statement because uh, they thought that the film would encourage people to go explore the trestle because they filmed a movie there, so it must be safe, right? Yeah, so at the Uptown Theater, were there girls and maybe some downtown boys? I mean, maybe. Who knows? These are all facts lost to time. Who knows? Not only is there a, a, a creek near this, apparently this is a very long trestle, um... There's also a street that passes under it as well, and some people that tell stories of having seen the Goat Man will say that uh, the Goat Man jumps off of the trestle onto passing cars. Oh, great. But it wasn't horrifying enough, you know. Yeah, you know what? Um, Let's never go there. It sounds like you want to go there. Uh, no. Let me guess. You want me to go there and you'll meet me there? Oh, that would be great. Sure. Mm-hmm. Th thanks, Cracko. Me just waiting in, like, a goat mascot costume, hiding in a bush somewhere. And then you just see news reports, a goat man captured, and it's just me in the costume. <laughs> but <laughs> you got stuck in it so they can't get it off you? <laughs> and it muffles my speech just enough that it just sounds like something trying to mimic a human, just like the story. <laughs> me being hauled through town in a net. See, I think that would make a good movie. But I think instead of the, the Legend of the Pope like Monster as like a serious horror movie short film thingy, 
Just make that where you go in a mascot costume that you got stuck in and <laughs> you get arrested. Is it so much of a bad idea to like do that, but like try to sneak up on people who are investigating the goat man? I mean, I would laugh. Uh, one of them might shoot you, but that's a risk you're got to be willing to take. Fair. This is in rural Kentucky, so I mean... If you hear banjos run... <laughs> I apologize to anyone who lives in Kentucky. Not all of Kentucky is deliverance. But parts of it are. We, we just hear some strange noises. Maybe banjos. I turn around, I'm like, Mo, what is that? And then you're just not there. Just, Mo... Where'd, where'd you go? Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine. It's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As I said, the uh, the Popelik monster got its name from Popelik Creek and not from actually licking popes, which is honestly would have been a little bit of a better story, but this is fine. I mean, you say this, but do you know? You have a point. Maybe there is like another Kentucky urban legend that the Pope came to town and some guy, like, got close enough and licked the Pope. He kind of looked like a goat. Well, maybe because a lot of uh, Christian um, symbolism, mm -hmm. you know, this dude licked the Pope, which means probably evil, and then, like, turned into a devil, or maybe was possessed by a devil. I mean, mayhaps. Maybe it, maybe it was the devil. Maybe the devil licked the Pope. You may, be, you may have a theory here. You may be onto something. I mean, I'm sure when you decided to do this story, this is exactly what you thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I just write the stories and then just let the content create itself as we record what I've written. Well, I think we need to make this the new, the new internet urban legend that many, many years ago, when Catholicism was fresh on American soil... Satan rose from the ashes and licked the Pope and then fled to Kentucky. Yeah, that works. Also, why does that sound like uh, the meme where the lady's on the train with her pug in the bag and the pug licks this lady's elbow and she does not realize it's a dog? I've seen that one. It's hilarious. That's basically what happened. Just replace the characters with the Pope and the pug is the goat. Or the devil. Or that, yeah. So I saw the horrified shriek as they turn around and notice that it's just a goat. Or the devil. Oh lord, this episode's gonna be a bitch to edit. I'm just gonna put that out there right now. This one's not flowing. It's more like it's being aggressively dumped out through a sewer grate. This episode is constipation. Just being pushed out. I've never heard a more accurate description. So basically... Our podcast is is like poop. Sometimes, you know, everything flows very smoothly, and other times it's a bit of a struggle. Sometimes you gotta take your socks off, you know? Like What? You, I have never been in the bathroom and said, Oh man, I gotta take my socks off for this. Clearly you've never experienced the equivalent of this story then. So I mean it's it's fine. It's fine. I mean we everybody has has poop troubles, but I have never had anything that made me need to take my socks off. I mean, that's you. I mean, I have seen a photo in, in looking for memes. It's like the feet under the bathroom stall, the shoes and the socks were off. So, like, I'm just saying it, it has happened. 
many years ago at one of my old jobs, I worked with a guy who had to take all of his clothes off to go to the bathroom. Fair. Even at work. Fair. And it was a unisex bathroom. What, was it single bathroom like the family bathrooms or? Stalls. Okay. I'm just picturing, like, belt thrown over the stall wall, pants, like, half in the sink, half on the floor. There's one shoe over there in the corner. You're not that far off, which is really disturbing. The, the shoes were just hastily kicked off by the door. It was like they undressed as they were moving. Yes, that is that is extremely accurate and... uh don't know what happened in here. Don't care to know. I can wait. I can pee later. <laughs> this is fine. Anyway. Anyway. Remember I said the goat man has been said to be holding something and it's not a toy train. Yeah. Some people say he attacks with a bloodstained axe. I mean, I've heard worse. Yeah, but it's a little worse than a train, I think. But. Oh, yeah, it's worse than a toy train, but. I've, I've heard of worse things to be attacked with. I mean, like, a, a toy train? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I would much rather be hacked with an axe than a toy train, because the axe, hopefully they have good aim and it'll be quick. Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine being slowly gutted with a toy train? New horror movie idea. Is this the same one where you're in the goat costume, or...? Yes, I'll just walk around carrying a small train. Okay. That's how you'll know it's me in the cage when they uh, parade me through town, because I got stuck in the costume. And I wandered into town looking for help. Oh my god, it's the public monster! It's the goat man. Clean, they're stuck in the cage, the zipper is stuck! Clean, the zi help, help me, the zipper is stuck! Me just slowly waddling toward them, arms stuck out like, please help, I can't see. Mom said I needed to be home. Have you seen Mo? I think we need to make this. The uh the first Squonk and the Hag movie. Oh we do we need to we need to make movies based on all these cryptids and stories that we've uh discussed, but it'll be just all filmed in your backyard with like a zero dollar budget. Well, I mean that is our budget. So just whatever we have laying around, you've got the craft supplies. I'm sure we can find something in your craft room to make a make a goat costume, but uh, I don't know about that. But I was able to make a little D and D forge that lights up. Fair enough. I'm sure we can. That can be like uh, you can build the minis for the exterior shots. Well, I was gonna say, what if we did like a stop motion animation? Somehow that would be even worse. Oh yeah, it would be terrible, but it would be funny. None of the shots line up. Everything's like off t off timed and just looks really awkward. Yeah, it's us. Mhm. Mm Would you expect anything else? You got a point. If it's not awkward, it's not you us. You got a point. Yeah. So, in case you're wondering what this goat costume might look like, we have a description of the goat man. You know, you're actually doing really good with segues tonight. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's like, what's the energy and vibe going to be like tonight? Well, usually you're like, anyway. <laughs> so now you're actually getting creative. I'm, impre I'm impressed. Now it's getting smooth. It's something. 
The potholes have been patched. It's not smooth, but at least there's not a hole there anymore. Oh, when you say that, I don't know if you saw what happened in Philadelphia recently. I've been seeing a lot of stuff happening in Philadelphia. Are, are like, are they okay? Well, the uh, I-95? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the for anyone who doesn't know, there was a gasoline truck um, that got in an accident and caught on fire. And uh, one of the bridges of I-95, which is a central travel route uh, between, uh, I guess, like all the way up to New York and stuff down to D.C. And uh, part of the bridge collapsed. In case you needed bridges to be more horrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it caught. Uh, it, yeah. So the, the the gas truck caught on fire and then the fire is what made the bridge collapse. Yeah, because it was like under the bridge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was under the bridge. Yeah. But they actually announced that they're hoping to have the bridge reopened this weekend. Well, that's good. Which is interesting considering there are potholes on roads near my house that make the entire car like bottom out and they've been there for years. It's one of those potholes you hit and it turns you on your check engine light. Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's Pennsylvania roads right there. But uh, I understand that I-95 is important. So, like, I'm not I'm not actually grumpy, but I'm like, I really wish they could fix that giant pothole on 222 that. Um, well, actually, they did fix the one. The scariest one I've ever seen is there was a pothole on a bridge. And when you drove over it, you could see under the bridge. Yeah, no, no. <clears throat> I'll walk. Thank you. Yeah. It took them a few years to fix that one, but that one's finally fixed. But yeah, there are some that are... I feel like that's a case where, like, the Mothman would show up and warn people of that one. Well, Pennsylvania roads, like, there are memes about how bad Pennsylvania roads are. Like, <laughs> that's the level of bad Pennsylvania roads are. Is it uh, similar to the meme of um, King Charles's uh, ceremony in the golden carriage driving past sand-filled potholes? Um, no, it's more like pictures of people literally swimming in a pothole. Hey, free pool. I mean, you're not wrong. They can't fix the potholes because people are in them. So goat costume. Goat costume. So it's described as a human-goat hybrid with an extremely deformed human body, strong fur-covered goat legs, alabaster skin, and wide-set eyes with sharp horns that stick out from its head that's covered in long, greasy hair that matches the fur on its legs. So, I want to know if the goat man can share a skincare routine, because alabaster skin is hard to accomplish. I mean, maybe they need some, like, hair care tips, because, like, the long, greasy hair, like, maybe they just need, like, a, a, a bath. They give the goat man a perm, like... Maybe they got skincare down, they're just not quite sure what to do with the fur. Well, it's because they don't got the boots. No, they have the hooves with the fur, not the boots. Do you think they wear apple-bottom jeans, though? Now I need to see the goat man in apple-bottom jeans. Why did you do this to me? You're welcome. There. My work here is done. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, there's not much on the origin of the Popolik monster, but, um, because it's just 
one reporter in one of the links that I have down here is someone actually went there and investigated and talked to people about it and everything. And usually they said that the stories, whenever they asked locals about the goat man, it's just stories about them going to the train trestle when they were young and stuff like that. So it's just like, it's mainly the the train trestle that they're focused on and not so much as goat man sightings. So like, I really couldn't find an origin on that one. Hmm. It seems like... Well, I think we figured out the origin. Yeah. Yeah, the whole licking the Pope thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why you don't give it more credence. Acting like wasn't true. Mm, yes, it is true. Uh, the, the train trestle was built by the Pope. The devil didn't like that. Came up, licked his arm, and just, you know, ran off into the woods. So, one of the... Um, Disturbing things about the the possible origin of the Goat Man is uh, it, the story could have been inspired by a poem that was written by James Dickey that was published in the Atlantic Monthly in 1966. The poem was titled The Sheep Child, and it discusses the hypothetical existence of a half-man, half-sheep creature. Basically, the beginning of the poem is discussing farm boys who cared for the sheep a little too much. And there was a half human, half sheep creature from that, but ah, yeah, I would much prefer goat demon than that. But ah. a lot of the theories revolve around that, all the way up to a farmer who made a deal with the devil, and yeah, I guess for better crops, and also was interested in sheep. And that's how the the sheep creature came to be. Okay. What is it with people and sheep? I have no idea. I have never looked at a sheep and said, looking pretty good, Mr. Sheep, Mrs. Sheep. Yeah, I don't. Like, no. It's just, it's just icky. Yeah, I I don't. That's one of many things that I never really understood. It's like, I don't, I I don't understand why. (laughs) I love how you're like one of many things. (laughs) You don't understand. Oh, yeah. If I thought about it, there's probably several things, like many things that I don't understand. But, you know, we, we'll just we'll just go with it. Well, I know for a fact there are many, many things you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, like um, triangles. And like why the uh, Abacus Mountains aren't shaped like chairs. That one just went all sorts of directions. <laughs> it did. I actually had to take a second to compute that one. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Are you surprised? No. So as I said in the beginning, it was it's a half man, half goat, half sheep creature. And that's because at some point Um How is it half man, half goat, half sheep? I know I, I realize I realize my typo and my wording there now, now that you point that this is all this is the consequences having actions all over again. I'm like, I'm bad at math, but something's not adding up. You can't split, you can't like get half three times? Yeah, three halves, it's fine. Close enough, yeah. Part sheep, part human, part goat. There we go. At some point during the telling of the goat man stories, it shifted from sheep man to goat man. And a lot of people think that that is because like in, as you were saying before, Many people think of sheep as like a symbol of innocence, but the goats are depicted as demonic. So they kind of shifted it to something that was more fitting for this horrible looking creature. 
I mean, that's fair. It's like goat, sheep, close enough. I don't know. I think goats are cute. And, but if you want like an actual creepy backstory, there was one that like I know was made up because it was they came up with this legend to market a festival that they were having in in town. And they were trying to, you know, hype up the goat man. Mm -hmm. uh, the story was that uh, this half man, half goat creature was uh, part of a sideshow circus that was, and the train was passing over the trestle and derailed and the goat man escaped. See, that's a way better story. It is, but unfortunately that one we can confirm that one was made up by a company to hype up the goat man for a festival. But it is a cool story. There's even um, mad scientist turning into a half goat, half man creature. I mean, if you're going to be a mad scientist, you're going to turn into something. Why not a goat? Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, well, actually, I shouldn't say unfortunately, because it's probably a good thing that uh, we haven't had any actual sightings of a goat man near Popolit Creek, because I think that would be a little, a little creepy. But anyway... It's it's likely that the the legend was fueled by all of all of the deaths that I mentioned at the train trestle because of trespassers ignoring warning signs and climbing onto the tracks. Mm -hmm. it, that part kind of fits with the story. People are like, oh, all these people are climbing on the tracks. Must be the goat man. Surely it's not human stupidity. Surely not. But that got me thinking. I was like. Maybe if people were ignoring the signs, maybe someone just was like, if you go out there and play play around with that train trestle, you're going to get caught by the goat man to try to keep him away. That's possible. That is how a lot of, uh, like, fairy tales, bedtime stories, etc., you know, trying to teach kids to behave is really just, you know, trying to scare them from misbehaving and making up monsters or legends or something like that. And like I said, with the uh, the sheep child poem that came out, I mean, if you take that along with needing something to keep people away from a train trestle, you already have your creature. Just plop that in the forest near the near the uh, trestle. Yeah. But all that did was make people curious, and they went looking even more. Of course, because that's what people do. Yes. I would have had another little tie-in story onto this uh, if I could have found anything on it, but unfortunately I couldn't because um, only one of the links in my sources mentions it, and I, I tried looking everywhere for more information on it, and there was nothing, so I don't know. But apparently there's been a ghost train sighted on that same trestle, according to one of the source links, but because I wanted to tie that in there too, but I unfortunately couldn't find anything about a ghost train in Kentucky. So I'm not sure what that's about, but maybe if anyone's listening from Kentucky can shed more light on a possible ghost train. Maybe, maybe the goat man has his little model train set, and with that model train set, he actually controls a ghost train so the goat man isn't bad it's the ghost train that the goat man controls but maybe he doesn't like actually have like full control over it. it's just he's playing with his train and when he's playing with his train there's this ghost train that's tied to it like it's a cursed train set that he didn't know is cursed he just thinks it's a fun little play set and he plays with his train and then it has a ghost train 
and in the ghost train is a ghost goat man with an axe. So the goat man isn't killing people. It's actually the ghost train from his cursed train set that nobody wants to look at. I feel like I, I'm sorry, but I feel like I had a stroke trying to comprehend that. Is it a possibility? That was that was so believable. I I just I couldn't help but picture the goat man in the little image that I included in in the notes, just with a conductor hat on. Oh, he could be so cute with his little horns poking out the top. Join us on our new show, hopefully soon to be hosted on the Travel Channel, where we go around and try to tame cryptids, and we walk up to the goat man and are just like, "Who's a cute little guy? Come here! I'm just gonna boop this newt. Come here." Just walk up to him and, you know, like the little thing where you like put your fingers together and it's like... You make the little circle. Hi, I like toy... I like toy trains too. (laughs) Do you want to play with toy trains? We we just brought like a little small train and left it by the trestle. And then we're never seen again because it kills us. You think we'll get that far? You act like the travel channel is not going to laugh at my message to them, like how we're we're gonna need like a large budget for like infrared cameras, camping equipment, and all sorts of stuff like that to go hunt the goat man. It's really hard to take an email seriously when it's in Rainbow Comic Sans. You gotta be so accurate. I told you about this, Cracko. When you're sending, <laughs> when you're sending professional emails, you gotta you gotta dial it back dial it up okay so it's got to also have like a confetti overlay that just constantly rains like sprinkles over the text to make it even harder to read yes okay yes yes Mm -hmm. and lots Mm -hmm. of neon flashing lights cool got it and music that you can't pause or turn the volume down and it's always set to max what's kind of funny is today at work i led an accessibility training Mm mm-hmm basically saying don't do any of that stuff i would go to the accessibility training class just to do the opposite of what they told me to do well that's good because um did you know that comic sans is actually the easiest font for someone with dyslexia to read so you should probably use it kraken is that why i use it for all of my memes I was way ahead of you. I use Comic Sans for all of my memes. I hope you know that every time I talk to you, my soul dies a little. That's fair. That's what the ad reel's for. It's to, like, you know, grab the soul and just pull it back. Like, get back here. We're not done yet. Oh, oh, I will be taking Advil as soon as I hang up. That's fair. Well, then. Alrighty. So, thank you for the very weird experience that is this episode. I have no idea what is wrong with us, but I'm pretty sure there's a list out there somewhere. It, yeah, it's called the uh, the watch list, but, you know, I'm still waiting on my free watch. Um, <laughs> if anyone knows what's wrong with us, please do kindly respond and tell us because we would love to know. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you once again, Krako. And I think before we get any more out there, we should probably call this an episode. We're already way out there more than people realize but thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next week as always make sure to check out our website for all of the show notes sources and more information at the and we would also love and appreciate your support by either leaving a review on itunes or through small monthly donations using the viewer support link in the description 
And if you don't subscribe, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast network to get notified of new episodes every Thursday. All right, Krakow, you ready? Okay, bye.